Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Maggie Glio. I'm in Dong. 95 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, I mean, time's flying by as always. A very good slate coming up this weekend, so I'm very excited for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, not too much going on right now, but a couple pieces of breaking news that we have to get going with quickly. Yeah, and a uh, great slate we just watched the past couple of days. Um, just amazing games. Yeah, definitely. So uh, without further ado, let's just kick things off with some of the breaking news. First piece is a very interesting piece of breaking news. Duke will not be playing any more non-conference games this season after the statement made by Coach K. Uh, they lost their last two non-conference games at home to Michigan State and Illinois, and they have canceled their next non-conference game against Gardner-Webb, which is supposed to happen this weekend. Uh, obviously, Coach K, he doesn't think teams should be playing at all, so for that reason, he kind of decided to cancel all of his non-conference games. So Duke's next game will be against Notre Dame on Wednesday. Um, very uh, interesting takes here from a lot of different pl- people and players on Coach K's statement. Uh, but what are Duke's plans now moving forward for you? Yeah, um, I think they're just going to get started and prepare for ACC play, which starts in a, in a week or in two days, actually. Uh, their first game is on Wednesday, so I think that just gives them a lot more time to prep and mentally prepare for, for, the, for the long run. Yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of people, like I said, have very bold takes on this. One guy in particular, Coach Nate Oates from Alabama, uh, his opinions are very contrasting with Coach K's. He said if Coach K didn't lose both those games, he wouldn't have been making this statement right now. And if they were winning all these non-conference games, they'd be wanting to play anyone all around the world if they could. So a uh, very interesting take there from Coach Nate Oates. But uh, I'm not going to agree nor disagree with him. I'm not going to get into that debate right now. So let's just mm-hmm. things forward with our other breaking news. Yeah. Um, 2021 four-star recruit Jonas Idu has committed Marquette, 6'11 center from North Carolina, and he chooses Marquette over Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee, and many, many others. Top 100 player in the class of 2021, top 20 first position uh, at center. And he joins two other four-stars in Stevie Mitchell and Cameron Jones from Marquette. Thoughts on this pickup? Yeah, I mean, this is a very good pickup for them. Marquette had a solid recruiting class this um, past season. Got a couple guys playing on that team this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they just keep getting better and better with the recruits. So, uh, very good get for them here. I I assume that they're probably one of the best in the class of 2021 for the Big East. I know DePaul has a very loaded class for 2021. uh, But but Marquette's getting up there, and they might be in the top three for Big East for 2021 now. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And uh, post-Marcus Howard era, uh, they've just done a lot better recruiting in the shows. Yeah, believe it or not, that's kind of crazy to think about. But, uh, yeah, moving forward, the final piece of breaking news, Tulane transfer, Bue Coca. I think that's how you say it, but it's a very interesting name. Uh, he has committed to Detroit, averaged one point a game and one rebound a game and three minutes a game this past season. He will be a grad transfer, so he is immediately eligible to play this year. 7-1 center from South Sudan. Uh, this is a pretty good pickup for Detroit here. who will almost beat Michigan State earlier this week. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on this piece? Yeah, I mean, Detroit is looking at like a really good team. Obviously, like you said, they are very competitive against Michigan State, and they have the pieces to win their division, the Horizon League, uh, their conference, the Horizon League. So, uh, just another good addition. Yeah, I mean, you saw what they can do and what they're capable of playing one of the top five teams and top ten teams in college basketball in Michigan State. Uh, obviously, they have a ton of good guys like Antoine Davis. They got Bull Cole, who's looked very good. Who I keep talking about. And, yeah, who knows if Boy Coco will even get a lot of playing time. But regardless, he is a big presence for this team. And you can just help out that center position, center position for Detroit this year. Mm-hmm. And a recap of, of uh, this past, past couple of days slate, 
Uh, number two, Baylor, they exploded in the second half in a good win over Stephen F. Austin. Five double digits for Baylor. Unfortunately for Stephen F. Austin, they cannot repeat the magic they did last year against Duke. Um, number 13 prevails over Rhode Island. Very satisfying. Uh, Brad Davidson looked very good for Wisconsin. 13 Texas, they defeat Texas State pretty easily with Greg Brown, your guy, leading the scoring. Uh, number 17, Texas Tech, they beat Alvin Christian in a very low-scoring game. Uh, only 23 first-half points with Texas Tech, led by Kyla Edwards, but nonetheless, the win is a win. Number 19, Richmond, they escape Northern Iowa after being down at the halftime. And number 24, San Diego State gets a very good win over number 23, Arizona State. And for San Diego State, they have beaten the Pac-12 preseason number one and number two teams, uh, UCLA and Arizona State, obviously. So a very good to start to their season. Yeah, I mean, thoughts on that. You got to move San Diego State up a little bit more. Uh, they started the season unranked, and they've had some very quality wins, and it definitely shows. I mean, last night's win was a very good one for them. So Monday, you'll probably see them moving up maybe five or six spots, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They'll be in the teens, in my opinion, if I had to make an assumption. But, uh, yeah, very good wins for them. And then everyone else getting it done for the top 25s. Mm -hmm. And moving forward, Big Ten ACC Challenge. It actually starts to heat up. The ACC had a, had a day and uh, definitely showed on Wednesday. Uh, Clemson rolls over Maryland as Clemson now 4-0 to start their season. A big man for Clemson helped them get out to a 23-point lead at halftime. Uh, your boy Wiggins did not do the best for Maryland, but they are still looking pretty solid this year. Uh, number 20, Florida State survives in an OT thriller versus Indiana. Scotty Barnes hit that, hit that game-winning layup for Florida State, or Trace Jackson Davis for Indiana. He looked amazing in that game. Uh, Georgia Tech survived against the second-half win uh, over Nebraska. Jose Alvarado looked very good for Georgia Tech in the second half. Your boy, uh, Michael DeVoe, he didn't really get much playing time, believe it or not, uh, probably because of foul trouble, but I'm not too sure of that reason. Uh, this game, this game haunts me right here. Uh, Pitt beat Northwestern after being down by as many as 20 points. Uh, Justin Champagne looked amazing for Pittsburgh. Uh, 20 points, 20 round game, including the game-winning dunk for that game. Uh, and the Big Ten now leads the challenge six to five. Obviously, some of the games were canceled. Some very high-quality games like Michigan State versus Virginia, the Hauser versus Hauser game, the Michigan versus NC State game, and the Louisville and Wisconsin game. So hopefully, those games will get rescheduled and added to this record right here. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the challenge so far? Yeah, um, very good competitive challenge so far. It's always a great challenge. ACC Big Ten, one of the best ever. And, yeah, hopefully these games will be uh, rescheduled. Obviously, the Big Ten leads 6-5, but these three games that were postponed, uh, they were all toss-up games. So anyone could win if they're rescheduled. But if they're not, it is what it is, and the Big Ten wins. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the ACC, they just made a tremendous comeback. And they won all four of these games right here that we just mentioned. So, uh, I mean, they were down 6-1 uh, a couple of days ago, and now it is 6-5. And all three of those games, like you said, are toss-up games. I'm very excited to watch those if they do get rescheduled. But from the looks of it, we're not too sure as of right now. But if they do, very close games to watch out for. And maybe the ACC can actually win this challenge here. Mm-hmm. And the Big 12 Big East Challenge, the other challenge going on, only two games from the past, a uh, couple games with a few left. Providence beats TCU for the second straight win. David Duke had a very good game for them. And Xavier, they, they're tearing it up. They demolished Oklahoma by 22 points. Fremantle, he's, got, he's starting to get his name out there nationally. And Xavier, they did something they couldn't do last year. They hit threes. They hit 19 of them. So 
Uh, Xavier's doing really well. Unfortunately, they will now have to quarantine for two weeks due to COVID issues. So um, just, just hopefully just good health to them. And two good wins for the Big East as they tie the Big 12 now at 3-3. Uh, Kansas State and Butler will play soon. And hopefully Iowa State and DePaul as well. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, two very good wins for the Big East, like we said. Uh, Xavier, very unfortunate that they do have to uh, cancel a couple weeks. But uh, they've had a lot of games played already. So they should be all right for moving forward. And a uh, very good win here for Providence as well. And, yeah, I mean, these two games left to play. Kansas State, Butler. I kind of know who's going to win that one. I'm not going to make assumptions or predictions right now. Uh, we're probably both going to pick Butler if we did pick that game. I'm, I'm pretty sure we did not put that game in the slate, though, because we kind of know who's going to win that one. And the Iowa State-DePaul game was a very close one. We did have mixed uh, predictions on that one. If that game does get rescheduled, uh, these two games can be very crucial to that final record. It's 3-3 right now. Obviously, two games left. This challenge could finish in a tie, or it could finish in one of these conferences winning. So uh, these two games are very vital for that record there. But personally, I think the Big East will pull this win off. But we'll definitely see what happens moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best game, obviously, within the past two days, what is your best game? Yeah, I mean, I got to go with that Indiana-Florida State game. Uh, that game was electric to watch. Uh, very close, obviously. Went into OT, and that's Scotty Barnes' layup. I, I did not think that was going in. There was a little floater up there, and it banked <laughs> off the glass and went in. And uh, Indiana had a couple chances to take a lead there. Uh, they did not look the best in the OT period. They missed a ton of shots that probably should have went in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of controversial stuff happened during that game. But uh, that game, regardless, was a very good one to watch. And Florida State pulled out that win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotty Barnes, he looked really good in, in a couple minutes of regulation as well. He had that deep, deep three as well to tie it up and force OT. Uh, for me, I have Pitt versus Northwestern solely on the fact that I, I pick Pitt to win that game. Um, obviously, they're down by 20, and they just they just came back. Uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed Northwestern there. Obviously, you picked Pitt. I picked Northwestern, and I thought Northwestern had it at halftime. I was like, all right, this game's going to be over. So I, I honestly turned the game off. And then I was looking at the scores later that day, and I'm like, oh, my God, Pitt's making a comeback. And then I had to turn it on, and I, obviously I saw the game-winning dunk by uh, Champagny, and I was very disappointed. But uh, it is what it is. Definitely one, one loss there will not hurt me for my record. I'm still up by five games, if believe it or not, uh, on you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these games, there's a lot more games left to be played, as seen by the upcoming slate. So, uh, without further ado, we should just get right into that. Yeah, and like you said, huge, huge slate for today and the weekend. Uh, I don't even know how many games. We have, like, 35 to 40 games we will be covering. So, let's just get started uh, due to our tight uh, window. Uh, Northeastern versus UMass, this is their first of second uh, matchups. They, they're also playing again on Sunday, which is crazy. But who do you have in the first one? Yeah, I mean, for both these two teams, this actually is their first game of the season, believe it or not. So uh, I am going to go with UMass. I'm repping the shirt right here for the jersey. Uh, Trey Mitchell's first game for UMass. That should be a very good one. Obviously, Northeastern lost so much from last year's squad. UMass didn't really lose that much. They're pretty. They're looking to be pretty solid in the A-10 this year. So I'm going with UMass winning this one. Yeah, I'm going with UMass uh, winning this one pretty, pretty satisfying as well. And next game up, we got a pretty good one as well. Number 11, West Virginia taking on North Texas. What do you got one in this game? Um, I have West Virginia here. Like I keep saying, uh, most most physical back uh, front court in the nation. Uh, North Texas, they are a pretty good team, but I feel like West Virginia is just a lot more more physical, more better. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. North Texas is a pretty underrated team in terms of this year. West Virginia is a, obviously a top 15 team for a reason. So that's why I'm going to go with West Virginia winning this one as well. Mm-hmm. And the Big East play begins today. Uh, that's that's crazy. St. John's versus Seton Hall to kick things, up, kick, kick things off in the Big East. Who do you have in that matchup? Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about picking St. John's, but I'm actually going to change my pick here. I'm actually going to pick Seton Hall to win this game. Uh, this game is going to be a toss-up game, in my opinion. Obviously, St. John's press is just insane. But uh, Mamu's looked very good for Seton Hall, and Seton Hall's looked all right in their first couple games of the season. So I am going to pick Seton Hall in this one, but honestly, to me, it is a toss-up. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to pick Seton Hall as well. I had St. John's listed, but obviously, um, Seton Hall is just, just a lot more versatile team. Obviously, Mamu can do it all. Um, I feel like they've had a lot of success against St. John's in the past, so I'm going with Seton Hall here as well. Yeah, but regardless, this game is going to be a very good one to watch. One of the best of the day, in my opinion. And uh, moving forward, we got number five, Kansas, taking on Omaha. Uh, this game's kind of a one-sided game, but who do you got winning this one? Yeah, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that is the case. Jalen Wilson's look very good, and they'll probably do it again tonight, but we'll definitely see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Creighton versus Nebraska in a rivalry matchup. Who do you have here? Yeah, I got Creighton winning this one. Obviously, the game against Kansas was not the uh, result they wanted, but uh, they still look pretty good, and they're a top-10 team in the nation still right now. So uh, they definitely bounce back with Nebraska after Nebraska pretty much choked that victory against Georgia Tech. Yeah, I'm going with Creighton here as well. And another Big East matchup we got, number nine, Villanova, taking on Georgetown. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, um, I got Nova here pretty easily. Georgetown. I don't know how they hung with uh, West Virginia. Probably That's probably an outlier, but I think Nova will win pretty easily. Yeah, it definitely seemed like a fluke Georgetown hanging with West Virginia. Obviously, this team lost to Navy. Uh, I was pretty surprised that that game was a little bit closer than I expected, but I am going to pick Nova, probably blowing this Georgetown team out. Um, we got another in-state rivalry matchup. Number three, Iowa versus number uh, unranked Iowa State. Who do you have here? Yeah, you really want to rank Iowa State, obviously, because of Halliburton. But, uh, yeah, he's not there anymore. I am going to pick Iowa in this game. Who's guarding the Garzilla on Iowa State? Not too sure. So I'm going with Iowa, easily winning this one. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa State on this one. Uh, just a massive, massive hunch once again. Uh, obviously, these rivalry games, they will always be close, no matter how what what you're ranked at. So I'm just going to pick take the upset right here. Yeah, very bold upset right there for you. And uh, next game up, this is a pretty underrated game for today. Uh, we got Marquette going up against UCLA. Uh, who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I got UCLA here. But Marquette, they've looked, they've looked better than I thought they would. Obviously, they beat your team, Wisconsin. But honestly, this is a toss-up game. Yeah, it's definitely a toss-up game, in my opinion, as well. I actually am going to pick Marquette winning this game. They've been on a roll. Obviously, they beat my Wisconsin team. So for that, I got to give them kudos, and I'm going to say that they're going to win this game as well. Mm-hmm. And another terrific mid-major game, St. Mary's versus San Jose State. Who do you have here? Yeah, I got St. Mary's winning this game. They looked pretty shaky to start their season out, but they've had a couple of very convincing wins to me. So for that reason, I am going to pick St. Mary's winning this one. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Mary's is actually 5-1, and one, surprisingly. I thought they were like 3-3 three and three or something like that. But San Jose State, they're also 2-0. and They've looked pretty good, but I'm going I'm to pick St. Mary's here. They're just a lot more uh, well-coached and more experienced. Yeah, and that concludes today's slate. So we move on now to Saturday. A lot of very good games happening on Saturday. First one to kick things off, your team, number 12, Tennessee, taking on Cincy. What do you got winning this game? 
Yeah, I got Tennessee here. They looked a little rusty against Colorado. Uh, they still pulled off the win. And I think they're going to pull off the win against Cincy, who's, who's a tough out as well. Yeah, since he's definitely a tough out, I am going to pick Tennessee winning this game as well. Uh, obviously, now that they're practicing a lot more, they definitely have the chemistry and things are starting to roll for them. So I am going to pick Tennessee winning this game convincingly. Mm -hmm. And ACC probably starts on Saturday or tomorrow, as we should say. Um, Syracuse versus BC is the first game of the ACC conference play. Who do you have here? Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to take BC again, I just can't, unfortunately. They had a, they had a very close game with Wisconsin. But I think Syracuse is just as good as uh, – sorry, Minnesota. And I think Syracuse is just as good as Minnesota is. So I am going to pick Syracuse winning this game. They had a pretty good game against Rutgers uh, a couple days ago. But I still am going to pick Syracuse winning this one. Yeah. As for me, I haven't given up on, I haven't given up on the hometown team yet. I'm picking BC here. If, if there is a strength of BC, that is making threes. And uh, Syracuse, they want you to take threes. I believe BC will make enough of them to win this game. Yeah, that should be a pretty good game to watch on Saturday. And an in-state rivalry right here, Florida versus number 20, Florida State. Who do you got winning this game? I got Florida State winning this one, but Florida, uh, they've, looked, they've looked all right. Yeah, I mean, Florida's kind of uh, overachieved my expectations so far. They've had a couple of very good wins. I mean, the opponents haven't been the greatest, but this is a very tough matchup here, uh, both interstate rival teams. I am going to pick Florida State winning this game as well. Off that one against Indiana, they look pretty solid. So I am going to pick Florida State winning this one. Another under-the-radar game, Mississippi State versus Dayton. Who do you have? Yeah, I got Dayton winning this one. Obviously, the last time I picked Dayton, they had a very tough loss to SMU, pretty much at the buzzer. But I am going to pick Dayton winning this one. Uh, Jalen Kirk has looked very good so far. E.B. Watson as well. So I am going to pick Dayton winning this game. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick Dayton as well. Mississippi State, they've had uh, two horrible losses and two, two wins against low competition so yeah Dayton for sure and a very 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 good matchup here uh, Kentucky going up against Notre Dame who do you got one in this game yeah uh, I'm going to choose Kentucky this game I know I've been against them the past couple games but uh, Notre Dame hasn't been the best and Kentucky obviously they're still young they're looking to bounce back and I just think they have a lot more firepower than uh, Notre Dame does yeah, I'm actually going to flip the switch for me. I'm going to pick Notre Dame winning this game. Obviously, I picked Kentucky to beat Georgia Tech. It was not the way I wanted it. And uh, now I'm going to pick Notre Dame winning this game. Uh, they had a very close game against Ohio State, who is a ranked team. And uh, that was like a five-point game. Uh, Ohio State did win, but Notre Dame kept it very close. And uh, they got a couple guys doing some pretty good things. Um, so I am going to pick Notre Dame winning this game. But this game could be pretty close, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um Number 16, UNC versus number uh, – unranked, sorry, again, NC Central. Uh, who do you have here? Yeah, it's another team you just want to rank because you pick NC Central a lot uh, these days. But uh, <laughs> I am going to pick UNC winning this game pretty convincingly. They did a pretty solid job guarding Garzilla, um, obviously, against Iowa. But they didn't lose that game. They will bounce back here against NC Central. So I got UNC winning this game. Mm -hmm. this, this game was scheduled just yesterday as well. So, yeah, huh? UNC – Definitely. And next game up, we got our number 17, Texas Tech, taking on Texas A&M, CC. Who do you got one in this game? Yeah, I got Texas Tech pretty, uh, winning pretty convincingly. Yeah, I got Texas Tech winning. I don't think it'll be too convincingly, but they will pull off a pretty good win here. Uh, Texas A&M, CC, almost won yesterday against your team, uh, Rio Grande Valley. So uh, they're a pretty solid team, but uh, I am going to pick Texas Tech still one in this game. Mm -hmm. And another in-state high major matchup coming up, TCU versus Texas A&M. Who do you have in this matchup? 
Yeah, I'm picking Texas A&M here. TCU looked all right against Providence, but obviously they did lose that game. Texas A&M, I haven't seen too much of them play this year, uh, but I still am going to pick Texas A&M winning this game. Definitely agree with you, Texas A&M. Next game up should be another pretty solid game. We got uh, Oklahoma State versus Wichita State. What do you got winning this game? I got Oklahoma State. Um, their freshmen have looked really good, not just Kate Cunningham, the other freshmen as well. So, yeah, um, they look really good. They, they look to be a tournament team as well. Yeah, you say tournament team, but they actually can't compete in the tournament this year. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were being in the tournament. They definitely look like a tournament team. I still am going to pick Oklahoma State winning this game as well. Like you said, that freshman class is looking very solid so far for them. And uh, if they stay another year, maybe we will see them in the tournament two years from now. But obviously this year they can't compete in the tournament, which is very unfortunate. But uh, I still got Oklahoma State winning this game here. Mm -hmm. And another under-the-radar matchup, uh, Memphis versus Auburn. Who do you have in this game? Yeah, I got Memphis winning this one. Uh, both these teams have had pretty solid starts so far. Uh, a couple of bad losses, but some pretty quality wins. I am a big Memphis winning this game, but this game could be a toss-up in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go Memphis here as well. But Memphis, there's some times where they look very good and very bad. And same goes for Auburn. I'm just going to pick Memphis here. And next game up is a pretty solid one as well. Uh, Utah going up against BYU. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, this is a rivalry matchup. Obviously, in football, they hate each other. And basketball, they probably do as well. I'm picking BYU here. Yeah, I'm picking BYU here as well. Obviously, they did lose to Boise State the other night, but I still am wrong with BYU this year. So I am going to pick BYU winning this game. Mm -hmm. And Alabama versus Clemson, no, this is not college football. This is a college basketball game. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, both these teams are looking pretty good this year for basketball as well. Uh, I am going to pick Clemson winning this game. Uh, off that win against Maryland, they look pretty solid. So I am going to pick Clemson winning this game. Yeah, I'm going to pick Alabama winning this game. Uh, they look better all around. But honestly, this is a toss-up, just like how it is in college football for them. Yeah, and another very good matchup here. We got number six, Illinois, taking on Missouri, who's looked very good to start their season. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I'm rolling with Missouri this game. Um, they've looked phenomenal, like you said. And, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just going with Missouri. Yeah, I mean, this game could be pretty close in my opinion. I am still going to pick Illinois off that win against Duke. They look pretty solid. So, uh, Missouri, don't get me wrong, I'm pretty high on them. They look very good this year, in my opinion. I still am going to pick Illinois, but this game could be a little bit closer than expected. Mm -hmm. And the team that lost to Missouri, Oregon, they are facing Washington uh, in Pac-12 play. Who do you have? Yeah, I'm taking Oregon this game. Washington does not look good at all, obviously, without Naz Carter. And Oregon obviously got LJ Figueroa back, and they've got a couple wins after he got eligible. So I am going to pick Oregon winning this game pretty convincingly. Mm -hmm. I'm picking Oregon pretty convincingly as well. And for Washington, uh, Nas Carter has left to go overseas and play professionally. So, yeah, um, that takes that, that, that pressure off them now. Yeah, and uh, moving on to the final day of the weekend, Sunday. A lot of very good matchups here as well. Uh, first one we got is number four, Michigan State, going up against Oakland. Who do you got winning this game? Michigan State by 40. Yeah, I mean, the Michigan State's easily winning this game. Michigan, their obviously in-state rival, they beat Oakland a couple uh, weeks or weeks or days ago. I'm not sure when they played, but they did play already this season. I am going to pick Michigan State pretty convincingly winning this game. Mm -hmm. And the second game of the UMass Northeastern, uh, this time in Northeastern, North on Friday, it will be, or today, it will be at UMass. On Sunday, it will be at Northeastern. Who do you have in this one? 
Yeah, I mean, give me UMass two times. Uh, should not be a contest. I still got UMass. Yeah, give me UMass two times as well. <laughs> Another very underrated game, mid-major game here. Rhode Island going up against Western Kentucky. Uh, these two teams are pretty solid to start their seasons off. What do you have on in this game? Yeah, this is a great resume game. I got Western Kentucky here. Um, they looked really good their last game, Charles Bazzi. He got uh, 29 points, so uh, terrific, terrific team. Yeah, I mean, Western Kentucky keeps surprising me. This is a team I'm very excited to watch this season moving forward, so I am going to pick Western Kentucky winning this game as well. In mm-hmm. a top 25 matchup, number 18, Richmond, versus number 11, West Virginia. Who do you have in this game? Yeah, I mean, I got this is a very close game, in my opinion. This could be a toss-up game. I am going to pick West Virginia winning this game, but I would not be surprised if Richmond did pull off this win here. Uh, they've had a couple guys do some pretty solid things. Obviously, Bolton was the guy who stepped up last game for Richmond, and they almost lost to Northern Iowa, but we're not going to go there right now. But I still am going to pick West Virginia winning this game. So they look pretty solid. Both these teams look pretty solid. But West Virginia will probably win this game for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the mid-major team. I'm going with Richmond once again. Uh, and I have a bold prediction. Jacob Gilliard will get a triple-double with points, assists, and steals. Yeah, very bold take there. We'll definitely see what happens on Sunday. And moving forward, number three, Iowa, going up against Northern Illinois. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, Iowa pretty convincingly. Yeah, I mean, not much to say for that game, but I do have Iowa winning this game as well. Mm-hmm. And number five, Kansas, they'll be facing the new D1 team, Tarleton State. Who do you have in this game? Yeah, I mean, I got Tarleton State winning this one. Nah, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> unfortunately for Tarleton State, uh, not the greatest of matchups to start their D1 season off. I am picking Kansas, probably winning by 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, same here. Tarleton State was due to face Gonzaga as well. Uh, unfortunately, Gonzaga had to quarantine. I, I could have imagined that game being a blowout as well, but this game would still be a blowout for Kansas. Yeah, I mean, you feel bad for Tarleton State. Obviously, their first division, like their first couple of Division One games ever, and uh, they're playing against some not ever, but for the for for the first time in a couple of years, and they're playing some very good teams, and it's very unfortunate to see. But this team could do some pretty good things moving forward. But we'll definitely see what happens with that team. And uh, moving forward, a very good Big Ten matchup here. We got Penn State versus Michigan. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, I got Penn State winning this one. They looked really good against Virginia Tech. And Michigan, I I don't know why. I'm just never too high on Michigan, so I'm taking Penn State here. Yeah, I'm taking Penn State as well. I mean, Isaiah Brockington's looked very good for Penn State. And we both doubted Penn State this year. They're definitely overachieving our expectations personally, as seen by our Big Ten Conference preview. So uh, I am picking Penn State winning this game as well. Mm -hmm. And the second game of that back-to-back top 25 matchup, 13 Texas versus number two Baylor. Ironically, this is also Big 12 play. And who do you have in this terrific Big 12 matchup? Uh, This game's a toss-up in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I got to stick with the team, man. I got to go hook them horns, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this game's a very close one. Obviously, Baylor is a top two team in the nation for a reason. But Texas, they look pretty surprising. They did have a pretty okay loss to Villanova. It's a respectable loss in my opinion. But I still am going to pick Texas pulling off this upset here. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Baylor. Uh, honestly, but it is a toss-up game. Uh, so I'll definitely stay tuned for that one. And next game up, we got a West Coast game once again. San Francisco going up against Cal. Who do you got one in this game? Obviously, I'm taking San Fran. If you're going to beat Virginia, you're going to beat anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, San Fran looked very good against Long Beach State last night, so I am going to pick San Fran winning this game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Should be another give-me game, 22 Ohio State versus Cleveland State. Who do you have? 
Yeah, I mean, Cleveland State was a team that Ohio went on a 40 nothing run to. And Ohio State, I, be, I expect them to do a lot of better things than that. So I am easily picking Ohio State winning this game. Same year. And next game up, we got an uh, in-state matchup, if you want to call it that. Arizona State, number 23, going up against Grand Canyon. Who do you got winning this game? I got Arizona State winning this one. But honestly, oh, this could be a very good game. Yeah, I mean, low-key it kind of could be. Grand Canyon is undefeated right now. Obviously, the competition isn't the greatest in comparison to who Arizona State plays. But I do got Arizona State winning this one. It should be it should be a pretty good game to watch, but I still have Arizona State easily winning this game. Mm-hmm. And another under-the-radar game in Georgia, Mercer versus Georgia Southern. Who do you have here? Give me Mercer, man. They've been surprising me as well, and I think they are still undefeated from the last time that we talked about them. But, uh, yeah, they look pretty solid to start their season out. So give me Mercer winning this game. Yeah, give me Mercer as well. Obviously, my season preview about them, I said they're going to shoot a lot of threes. They're going to defend well, and they've done exactly that. Uh, I'm expecting them to shoot shoot their way and win. Yeah, and next game up, we got a pretty solid uh, Big East game. St. John's going up against Georgetown. Who do you got winning this game? Yeah, St. John's press will overwhelm Georgetown. Yeah, unfortunately, that will be the case. I got St. John's winning by at least 20 points. Yeah. And capping off the weekend with another Pac-12 game, a very good one, Stanford versus USC. Who do you have in this terrific one? Yeah, this is a very good game to end off the weekend. I'm going to pick Stanford winning this game. Uh, They look pretty solid in the Maui, obviously. But uh, USC surprised me. They've done some very good things with both the Mobley brothers and Drew Peterson as well. Uh, This game could be a toss-up in my opinion, but I am going to pick Stanford winning this game. Yeah, both teams uh, play somewhat identical to each other. Their roster as well, they're built – Somewhat the same. I'm going to pick Stanford here as well. Yeah, and that does conclude the weekend slate. Uh, as, as mentioned, a ton of very good games and a ton of very, very, very good games, if you ask me. And uh, Sunday is probably the day to watch, in my opinion. Both those top 25 matchups with West Virginia and Richmond going at it. And then following that, Texas and Baylor. Those two games should be probably two of the best of the weekend, in my opinion. But a lot of very low-key games that could be pretty solid as well. So a uh, very good weekend set up for the slate. And I'm just excited to watch college basketball all weekend. Mm -hmm. Same here. And this weekend also, the fantasy football playoffs. If your team is in the playoffs, good luck to you. And if you aren't, better luck next year. Yeah, I mean, I have a bye. First first place in my conference. Looking pretty solid. So uh, I don't really have to watch any of the football games. I watched the Pats. Very tough game for them yesterday. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to roll with my Sunday watching some college basketball instead of football for for once in my life. Mm, no, yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, same here as well. Um, but nonetheless, thank you guys for tuning in. Please stay safe. And it's always March. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for watching.